Blog Talk Radio.
all things are possible. That's with God. All things are possible. As long as we trust God, we know that all things are possible. So tonight again, I want to talk about the common denominator. I want us to join in corporate prayer and just let God have his way all tonight. You know that um, tonight we're going to say, God, let your will be done. Not my will, but your will. No matter what it looks like, God, let your will be done. So, first and foremost, I want to say to you all, please get your Bibles, pens, papers, pads, tablets, iPads, whatever it is that you need to, you know, talk back to me. You know, if you're on Facebook, type in a uh, scripture. If you're on blog talk, and when I open the line, communicate with me, okay? This is going to be the, the night for us to have service. I want you all to talk with me to help me out so that I can, um, you know, get know what, what you all think, put it like that. So let's pray. Father God, we just ask you right now, Lord, first and foremost, God, to accept our request of repentance, to accept us coming to your altar, oh Lord, kneeling down, asking you, standing before your altar, asking you, sitting or standing or walking or talking, driving or whatever we're doing, asking you, God, to forgive us. We know that you sent your son and he died on the cross for us, that we may have life and that more abundantly, that we may have life and live a sinful, free life. We could be free of our sins, O oh God. Daily as your mercies come, daily we will receive your deliverance. God, we just ask you to open our ears and our hearts and our minds and our spirits to accept you, to live by what you have put in our lives, you apply to our lives, God. We just ask you to just do what only you could do, O oh God. Let your will be done on tonight, God. Not our will, but yours. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, tonight, you all, let's continue on with the conversation that I had started um, Monday about the common denominator. Um, let's finish talking about that. I- I've been looking at some things, and I've been rehearsing some things in my mind about um, situations. A lot of times we can't really receive things that's going on around us, especially if we didn't put our two cents in it, especially if it wasn't our idea, especially if nobody asked us for our input, we always want to try to put the blame somewhere else. I thank God for Apostle, late Apostle Sandra Thomas, who taught us uh, through a scripture, uh, I'm struggling on the scripture, a lesson that she taught us was put the blame on me. We have to sit back and look and say sometimes it's best for us 
to be quiet. Mm. It's best for us not to have uh, input. It's best for us to keep our two cents in our pocket or on the table at home, but leave it out of the situation. It's best for us not to have a good idea. It's best for us to say either I, I don't know nothing, I don't have nothing, or I'm not saying nothing, but I think that's the job you need to take to the Lord. Sometimes that's the best thing for us to say, because with all things, we want to make sure Jesus is our common denominator. That no matter what we do, we have to go back and say, Father God, I need you. God, show me. God, open my ears that I can hear you. God, open my heart that I receive you. God, open my mind that I meditate on you and your word day and night. God, help me that I don't get so caught up in me that I let I put you in a position of decreasing while I try to increase. But God, put me in a place of me saying, Lord, teach me how to decrease that you may increase so you can, you can get the glory, the victory, and the honor. We have to get to the place where we have to say, not my will, God, but your will. We have to get to the place where we have to say, Lord, I know nothing. I know nothing. When we get to that place and when something goes on and something's happening, instead of us having something to say, we should be saying, God, what you say? When somebody needs prayer or asks you for prayer, we go and say, God, what do you say concerning this thing? Do you know sometimes God will tell you nothing? He ain't got nothing to say. Because nine out of ten, that person may have already got the answer from God, but they're looking for something else because they may not like what God said. They may be trying to get some uh, sugar-coated, uh, another, not a prophecy, but a, somebody to lie to them, you know, somebody to say something that they want to hear instead of what God wants to hear. But God will sometimes tell you, he ain't got nothing to say. And if God ain't got nothing to say, you shouldn't have nothing to say. You may have to say, you know what, let me get back to you with that because um, I, I got to see God further for this, uh, about this, or uh, on this matter. Because sometimes God will say no. Don't let somebody do a sneak peek, peek in a way and try to sneak and pull you in on some mess. It goes back to the common denominator. Don't let them try to have you as a fall guy. When something's going on and somebody's looking for something, sometimes people say it's a life and death situation, or if I don't get this right now, first of all, why do you go to God in the beginning so that you don't have to be in a right now situation? Because if you had to went to God in the beginning, 
God might have, he might have told you already, or he might have still have told you, don't. Mm-hmm. Don't. You know, um, right now, talking to you, I can hear this song that used to play years ago that say, um, I went by that my mother to lean on her, but he couldn't. He went by his father to lean on him, but he couldn't. Every place he went to try to lean on somebody, he couldn't. See, at some point in time, God is going to tell you, stand up, be grown. Come to me. We have to be responsible for our actions. We have to be responsible for the things that we do, the things that we say, or even the things that we haven't done. We have to be responsible for that because, like I say, I, um, just this week, I'll put it like this, just this week, a very dear friend of mine called and told me he lost his mom. Now, before that, I had got a message that another dear friend of mine lost his wife. Before that, the day before that, I got a message that I had lost a dear friend. He had passed on. Uh, another thing is I go on Facebook sometime and I look on there and I see somebody that I call my brother, like my god brother, on Facebook telling people that he's made his peace with God and he's ready. He's tired. He's ready to go. You know, so when you... Look at things going around. You have to look at it and I say, okay, well, right now, I feel like the common denominator is me. People are getting in touch with me, communicating with me, because I'm, I'm praying that it's the life I'm living that they're seeing to say, I know she's going to pray for me that I lost my mom. I know she's going to pray for me because he lost his wife. I know she's going to pray for the young man that passed to pray for his family, his wife. And the other young man who's um, letting everyone know he's made his peace, she's going to pray for me. You know, so I'm saying all I have to say with the common denominator, the common denominator in all of this from my outlook is I take it all to Jesus. I said, Lord, my friend, he lost his mom. She was a, a great woman of God, a minister, a pastor. God, but I'm asking you to touch him, that he remember the promises he made his mom. He remember the prophecy that was prophesied over his life. Cover him, God, in this place. Don't let him get caught up out here without somebody praying for him. I'm sure his mom asked somebody to pray for her son if something happens to her. God, I'm asking you to cover my friend who lost his wife because seeing him on today and how devastated he was trying to smile, but yet his heart is broken. God, I'm asking you to cover him. Cover the children, cover the family, God. 
covered them all. The young man who died who was still married to his wife, and he ride bikes with us, and I'm asking God to cover his wife. Keep her, oh God. We may have prepared for some things, but we we never prepare for this, even though we know it's coming. For the God brother that's going through, that's putting on Facebook, I've made my peace with God. I'm okay. If he took me tonight, I'm okay. Because I said, God, I'm ready. The, the, the thing that I'm saying, the, the com- common denominator in all of this is Jesus, it's Christ. Because he has to be not just the ones they call on, but the, uh, those of us that care and say we love them, call on them, call their name out before God. And know and trust God and say, God, this is what I'm putting on the altar. I'm coming to you as my strength, as my leader, as my God, as my Savior, asking you to cover, to provide, to comfort. We have to know where our common denominator is. See, a lot of times we want to look at the common denominator as negative or mess. But don't you know the common denominator is life-giving the word of God is a common denominator. I put this word on my life. I try to live my life by this word. We have to understand that when the word said of God before me, he's more than the world against me. We have to understand that the word says that God will restore us. Rebuild us. We have to understand that. We have to understand that when God has called us home, or we know that God is calling us home, we need to be in a position where we say, like my friend is saying, I've made my peace. Lord, if you call me now, I'm ready. I've made my peace. I'm not upset. I'm not overwhelmed. But I'm saying, Lord, I've made my peace. In other words, it sounds like to me, he's saying, God, I'm ready, whatever you're ready. It's not like he said it's a good idea. He said, my father is calling me. You know, some of us just say, Lord, don't go call me yet. I'm not ready yet. Lord, but to, to read where this person is putting on Facebook, he's saying, I've made my peace with God. I'm a praying man. I know the word. I preach the word. I teach the word. I tell people about how I love the Lord. I've made my peace. Can any of us honestly say that? Because, see, he knows his common denominator is in our Lord Jesus Christ. When we sit back and we look at things and we go over things and we say, okay, I don't know what to talk about. I don't know what to do. I had a conversation with another friend of mine that said, you know what, one thing our people don't do is we don't ask for help. Hmm. 
We don't ask that God uh, come and help us, oh, Lord. Lord, I'm having a problem. I can't stay focused. I can't stay concentrated. Huh. Y'all will catch that one in a minute. I can't stay in a place where I need to be in tune with you, oh, God. We, we, we have to get to a place where we have to just go to God and say, God, I need your help. What, what do I do? You know, we don't want to ask to see a therapist. We don't want to ask people for help. We don't want to talk about death. We don't want to talk about burial. We don't want to talk about preparations. We are the only ones that don't want to do these things. We want to talk about living, living a will. We don't want to do any of that because we think somebody's trying to kill us off. But the word of God said, why is parents leave an inheritance to their children's children? My mom always taught us growing up, um, don't make your kids cry twice. Hmm. Don't let them cry because they lost you. And then don't let them try, cry because they got to figure out how to bury you and pay for this and pay for that. I know some of y'all, may, you may turn away and be like, I don't want to hear that. But I'm just saying, lean not to your own understanding. If you like wisdom, ask. Know that there's a common denominator here. Even Jesus prepared his disciples, telling them that he wasn't going to be with them always. But where you go, he's prepared a place. You all, we, we have to understand that we're not going to be here always. And we have to be in a place and a set of mind that when I leave here, I don't want my loved ones crying twice. What we have to do is sit down first and talk with God and ask God how to prepare you to bring this subject up with with your family and your children. Do that. Because, see, at any given time, the word says no man know the hour. The Lord is going to come, just like it says, a thief in the night. He's not going to ring the bell. You you ain't going to catch him on the ring doorbell on, you know, uh, neighborhood watch. You ain't going to catch him on that. When he comes, he don't ask for permission. permission. No, he don't have to. When he come and do what he's going to do, he has permission. He's the reason we have life. The breath we breathe every day. Huh. He's our common denominator from the beginning to the end. He's our common denominator. How are you going to understand that you need to make sure that when you leave here, it's okay for your family to grieve. You don't want them. I heard the pastor say that today. The only way we're going to get healed and move on is if we have time to grieve. But if we don't allow our family or our children to move on because we didn't put stuff in perspective, you know how many people leave this world, children never knowing if it was or where it was the life insurance policy or the arrangement, and by the time they find it, 
no telling what have all happened and what all been sold and what all been taken and what Y'all, let's let's get it together and understand that Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior. Our Father God sent his son for us. You know, we we got to have common sense. (laughs) You know, we got to have common sense. We got to recognize our common denominator. And we got to understand that there's things in life that may not be pleasant to talk about, but they're necessary. There's things in life that's going to happen. It teaches us from here, from Genesis to the Revelation. It teaches us that God breathed his breath into the nostrils of man. And in Revelation, it teaches us about the end, that, you know, it's, it's so much that's going on out here. We we want to say that people that live a certain kind of way or you, or you know that they live whatever kind of way, we want to determine where they go. That's not our job. Our job is to live a a saved life every day, all day. How to say perfect? Let's stop that. How to say perfect life? I said saved because see, Jesus came here to live a perfect life for us, but He even said, "God, take this cup from me, but not my will, Your will." We may not have to go through what Jesus went through in the garden, but we do have our garden. We've got, I don't want to say that. I don't want to do that. I don't want to forgive this. I don't want to forgive that. But we have to also say like Jesus said, for God, not my will, you will. See, sometimes a person thinks they did something or said something to you so bad you're not going to forgive them. You're not going to let it go. You're going to keep holding on to it and holding on to it and holding on to it. How do they say I'm going to choke water out of a rock? But when you say, you know what, it's okay. I already gave it to the Lord. I'm going to let it go. You put something on their mind and their heart to let them know, whoa, wait a minute, hold on. Especially if they know you. Mm-hmm. Especially if they know you, make them think. Not she said she, or he say he was living. They say they was saved. Gotta be a god, cause the person I know, baby, they'd have choked that chicken a long time. They'd have choked that rock. You got something out of it, but they let it go. Now it's easy to say to a stranger. You know what, go ahead, I don't even want to be bothered with you. But I'm not saying you have to let a person do you over and over and over. Give it to the Lord. Lord, Lord, move that away out of my my life. Move that away from me. Move them away from me, God. I I don't want it. I'm not I'm telling you things I'm doing, things I'm I'm doing, things I have done 
God, come on. I need your help. Move that away from me. Move that out of my life, oh God. That that's not that's not good for me, Lord. But then I turned around one day and said, God, maybe I'm not good for that. Maybe I'm not good for them. God, I give this situation to you, oh Lord. You straighten it out. Now see, we gotta always look at it where it ain't always got to be somebody else's fault in a situation. Sometimes it could be yours. And you have to be able to say, okay, God, if this is what you call, God, work it out. Work it out in me, through me, with me. Work it out. If it's in somebody else's situation, God, work it out in them, through them. God, work it out. Make us remember why. Why. But remember, the common denominator is reaching out to the Lord for guidance. Your common denominator is talking to the Lord and then listening to hear what he has to say. Your common denominator is believing and waiting on the Lord. My common denominator is, Jesus, what do you say? Jesus, your will, not mine. That's my common denominator. I wait on you, O oh Lord, all the days of my life. I'm going to wait on you, O oh Lord. I'm going to trust and depend that you are going to be everything I need you to be, that I can depend on you. Hmm. Lord, even when I get full of myself, I can depend on you to work it out. So I thank you all for listening on tonight. Uh, I want to see if anybody on Blog Talk, if they have anything they would like to share or say or just want to talk about the common denominator, please do so at this time. The lines are open. Hi, this is Cecilia. I just want to say thank you for sharing the word with us. And I thank God for being a supernatural God that he is. So thank you so much, woman of God. That's all. Thank you so much. Is there anyone else at this time on Blog Talk that would like to make a comment or share with us? Okay, if there's no one there to share or not able to share with us at this time, I just want to say again, just trust the Lord. Trust in him. Know that he is available. Know that he's listening. Know that he's there. Know that you have an opportunity to talk to him concerning any and everything, not some things, not certain things, but all things. You know, we, we, we hear all the time, all things are possible through Jesus Christ. All things are possible with the Lord. Why don't you try it? Try to see if all things is possible. Um, me and my sister, Apostle Elect, was talking and, I'm going to give you a good example. I'm a proof. 
I'm a proof. Yeah, I'm a proof. You know how they say proofread? I'm a proof. That's what I'm, in other words, I'm showing you I'm a proven witness to let you know that when you give it to God and you trust God with his all and you make him your common denominator, God will make things happen. She reminded me the other day about how much she trusts God because she knows that God is able and how much she trusts God because she's seen not only what he did for her, but to know that he has no respect of person. I was, I said, uh, I was off work for seven years. And not only did God keep me, he had people bless me, give me cars, do different things. He held my job for me that when I was able to go back to work, I was able to go back to work. I didn't lose no seniority. I didn't lose no pay, <laughs> pay step. I didn't lose any of that. When I got ready to retire this last year, 22, July, there was some money on the table that they said if uh, they hadn't signed the contract yet, but they said if I retired before they settled, signed the contract, I would lose that money. And I said to the people I was working with, I even told her, my sister, I trust God. I trust God. If that money is for me, it's, I'm going to trust him because, see, I can't miss what I don't have. You understand me? But see, I had made God my common denominator. I said, I'm going to trust God that if that money is for me, he'll make them sign that contract. If he make them sign the day, the day of or the day before I retire, I'm going to trust God that much. And I started speaking that thing and saying that thing to everybody that would hear me uh, was like, you're going to retire, leave that money on the table? Yeah, whatever. I'm not worried about it. I trust God. The day before I retired, they signed that paperwork. So I was not left out. I was not left out. So I retired knowing that money was going to come to me. All because I trusted them. And I told people I trusted them because I was letting people see the power of God, that when you trust him, you believe in him, you know he's a miracle worker, that he will show up. God didn't show up just to show up. He showed up to prove to people when we say, and even at the 11th hour, in the 59th minute, God will show up. See, when you know God's your common denominator, you know God will show up. And I thank God for showing up and showing out because God was able to show them so there was no excuse that he is God and he can make things happen. So um, I thank you all again for joining in on tonight.
I thank you all for being a part of Smile3E, our Shopping Iron Blog Talk Ministry. This is a worldwide web radio that we provide the uh, ministry line through. Also, this is Facebook Live that we provide Smile3E, our Shopping Iron. We just so glad that you all became a part of our ministry family. We want to say thank you all. We have some things we're trusting God with right now. Um, we'll get back with you all later about that. And still just know God is God. Keep smiling in your prayers. Dr. Serena Wright and her family. Pastor Servant Troy Thomas and his family. Minister Margot McCore and her family. Minister Ron and Mother Tony Montgomery and their family. Keep Reverend Lawrence Seabury and his family. Keep Apostle like Dr. Cecilia Kaiser and her family. Keep myself, Minister Sylvia Kaiser, and my family. In your prayer, keep us on the altar before God. Pray, P-R-A-Y, for us. Pray, P-R-A-Y, with us. Pray, P-R-A-Y, again, for Smile3E. Iron Shopping Iron. This is not a ministry of a good idea. This is a ministry that God has called for and put together. So as this ministry moves on and it grows, I thank God for you all supporting. I want you all to know that we're here every Friday night at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'm your host and the speaker for Friday nights until God says something different. I'm on Sunday mornings at 9.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Our very own apostle elect Dr. Cecilia Kaiser will be your speaker. And we're just trusting God that you all will tune in this Sunday morning to hear her. If you come back on Monday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, this is the fourth Monday coming up, I believe, you will hear from Elder Ron Montgomery and Mother Tony Montgomery. They will be bringing forth the Word of God concerning family, what God intended for family. And um, you all, just make sure you tune in to listen to the service on Monday night. Don't forget... um, Pastor Linda Handy has a prayer line. Phone number is 605-313-4818-605-313-4818. Her access code is 641-147-641-147. Sister Carmen also has a prayer line at 605-313-4818. 4284 
And I want you all to remember this is the most important part of our service. It's our foundational scripture, Matthew 6 and 33. seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. You all, stop being scared to talk with your family about things that need to be talked about. Talk with Jesus Christ first. Talk with our Lord and Savior and ask him to help word your mouth. Ask him to help prepare your family for this type of conversation because it's going to be needed. Ask God to send you the help that you're going to need to prepare. So with that being said, know one thing. We love you with the love of the Lord. Ain't nothing you can do about it. God is a way maker. He's a promise keeper. Yes. Just remember that. So I just want to say to you all, love you all. Good night.
Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.